When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. The no-name studio on the bleeding edge of technology from Sweet Home, Alabama, to the world. We thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy have already given you a kickoff hour along all the Rick and Bubba platforms. Uh, Eddie Van Adler settles in to show you the show for the tubers out there, uh, both live, and you can go back and catch the video archive if you like. He's settling in, Blazing Silverman. Rick and Bubba University student earning his degree in common sense. That now a superpower. All we are missing, because uh, I be Rick and sitting over there, be the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master at a king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Pull up a chair and stay a while. She tells herself to rise up. Rise up. That's what you got to do, Bubba. Got to rise up. Life hits you like a truck. You got to rise up. <laughs> you got to rise up. <laughs> Bubba, to say. like I'm a dodging truck uh, all the time. Boy, I'm telling you. To say that we uh, have a lot to uncover today is an understatement. Yeah, a lot to unpack. Uh, busy weekend, still counting votes out there. Uh, for those wow. of you still scoring at home, wow. it looks like the Democrats will hold control of the Senate just by how much yet to be determined. Uh, still, uh, it looks like the House is leaning to the Republicans, but there's still several races out west to be decided. So we don't have an exact count on that yet. Still amazed that it's taking this long to count votes. Unbelievable. American Idol can can tabulate 4 million votes during a commercial break, and we can't do this any quicker? It, it boggles the mind, and it just leads to more distrust of um, when, you know, before I said, hey, man, if you want, hey, if you want to change things, you just vote. And then some people are going, but what, what if I can't really trust how my vote's being counted? I mean, it's... Um, you better be independently wealthy then. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So anyway, uh, that we'll we'll see how that goes. And that's not saying that uh, that there's anything going on that even alters the results. What I'm saying is, it's just the longer it goes on, Rick. That's that it. It just builds doubt. Right. You don't you, you don't want to have all. the appearance of anything uh, that gives people 
an yeah. opportunity. See, that's the key. To, to doubt. You, there yeah. may not be anything, yeah. but you don't want the appearance of it. You don't want, and you want transparency. Yeah, right. Well, every day, uh, I mean, that's more and more hours that people can slide a ballot in there. You yeah. know, so I mean, come on. So we got to we got to beat that. As most Mondays during football season, it, it'll be a little sports heavy today, even with our interviews later in the program and all that. Uh, but there's enough here that'll keep your interest, even if football's not your thing. Uh, just uh, some of the funny stuff that happened in and around uh, football, and uh, so we'll we'll look at some of that. Uh, we uh, we have an interview later in the program. Uh, believe it or not, the USFL is about to start their second season. Uh, they're still celebrating the champions of year one, which uh, for those of you in our home market, Birmingham, uh, the Birmingham Stallions won the first uh, USFL championship ha. Uh, um, uh, of the modern version of the USFL. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Coach Skip Holt, so we tried to get on the entire season and we were never successful. <laughs> well, he was kind of busy. Right? Yeah, and, uh, and of course, a lot of um, SEC fans, especially Alabama fans, you know the name Bo Scarborough. Uh, and he will be with us today as well. Uh, 30th anniversary of the national champions at Jacksonville State University. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of ties there. Greg was there. Bubba was there. And we will uh, get an update from that uh, celebration coming up this uh, this past weekend and all things involving uh, the latest college football and NFL stories uh, and then personal stuff uh, involving all the guys on the show. And we'll – Update you on other things happening around and, the world. And uh, to the young lady who called from Eastern Kentucky, who was coming down to the game, and I said, "Bring your lawn chair," and I kind of got laughed at a little bit. Was I telling you the truth or what? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I did. I did. When you said there were no bleachers in part of the stadium, I, I, I that's the first I'd ever heard. That. I bet that concrete was cold. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Why would you do a project like that during the season? I think it started before the season and then got held up. Let me guess. The contractors didn't get it finished, so the season started. Well, I think it had all to do – you know, we're still dealing with – honestly, I don't know, so I'm speaking out of school. Sure, but has that ever stopped us before Uh, forgetting in this mind, just blaring? I think a lot of it still has to do with, you know, trying to get back up to speed after COVID and holdups and, you know – issues and funding and all that kind of stuff. I think they've had to change their plans a little bit. But you got to have bleachers during the season. No, no, you don't. I guess you don't. Because we did. Okay. And uh, wow. a large part of the, Can you bring the Vester in? side is marked off. You can't even get in it. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know, but it would have helped, I, I think, because that, that concrete looked cold out there. I bet it was cold. Not a, not a fun topic, talking about life insurance. Not a fun topic. But it, it's something that we need to be prepared for because, let's face it, uh, if, uh, if you or me or, or us, uh, if we die before our family, uh, uh, what's going to happen to them uh, if we're the ones who uh, provide the income, right? Or, or even if we don't provide all the income, uh, if they don't have our income anymore, what are they going to do? So, so life insurance is needed. Uh, but it also can be quite complicated. And, and the folks at Ladder have taken life insurance and they've simplified it and they've gotten down to the bottom line. And what is that? What's my family going to get? What's my spouse going to get if I die before them? Uh, and right now, Ladder reminds you that they are 100% digital. There's no doctors. There's no needles. There's no paperwork. If you apply, and this is a big number, if you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, no doctors, 
no needles, no paperwork. Just answer a few questions about your health in an application. This is why you see the 4.8 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and it's the reason why Forbes' best life insurance list put them at the top. So uh, if you if you got a few minutes, all you need is a phone, you need a laptop, apply ladder smart algorithms will work in real time and they'll find out if you're instantly approved no hidden fees you can cancel anytime you want to and you get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days their policies are issued by insurers with long proven histories of paying claims uh, quickly uh, they're rated a and a plus by am best and uh, look life insurance is going to cost more as you age rick and bubba know this so it's time for you to cross this off your list. Go to ladderlife.com slash Bubba today and find out if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R, uh, life.com slash Bubba, ladderlife.com slash Bubba. All right, so Greg and, and Bubba were, were telling us this. So this past Saturday, 30th anniversary, recognized the national championship team from 1992 at Jacksonville State University. Greg was there representing the family. Bubba was there as an all-around good fellow who loves Jack State. Dr. Bussey. Yeah, uh, Dr. Bussey uh, there. And uh, so uh, the uh, the Marching Southerners, uh, we, we found out that they uh, get fed by the president of the university after their halftime yeah. performance by throwing food at them? Yes. Uh, now, to them, is Scott a better word. Williams was telling me this, and mm. I, I was trying to visualize it, and I said, Scott, tell mm. me again that President Don Killingsworth and his lovely wife are throwing food at yeah. the band. He said they've done it for two years. I didn't know this. So I said, hey, can we get in on that? And he yeah. said, come on. He yeah. said, all arms are needed. Yes. So – we go down, and I still can't imagine after the band comes off the field and they, you know, they've worked. And I mean, some of these guys that carry, these drums they carry and the twenty J's. A lot of them. Too. I mean, that's a, that's lot, a lot of, of equipment you're toting. I mean, that's hard work. Bubba, they're Sudler award winnings. Yeah, and uh, I'm winning. By the way, I, I was just looking up that award. Uh, let me give you some other schools that have won that uh, recently: University of Notre Dame, University of Florida, Kansas State University, Iowa State University. And then we come down here. It's only given every other year. Jacksonville State University. Congratulations, guys. Well deserved. Yeah. In the past, Georgia has won it. Auburn has won it. Alabama's won it. LSU has won it. So it's big time. Big time award. So we go over, and I'm still kind of in amazement. And I keep asking Scott, are you sure we're going to throw food? And he said, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. We're going to have a bunch of it. So this is Greg and I getting loose, Rick. And we got audio on this too. You need to hear the the audio with this. All right. Boy, Greg, y'all are the getting band's loose. playing. We're getting loose. Yeah. They're back in the stands. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, y'all are. Yeah. And we're and, and Hunter, dogs. Hunter's with us, and he's having fun throwing too. And mm-hmm. I said, I said, Hunter, we need to shoot a little video. He said, But I want to throw too. Mm-hmm. I said, Well, we will. Was we'll this will. as good? Was this as good as watching Artemis, which is where y'all were supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this was our fill-in for the Artemis. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, of course, this Falcon Nine lasted off Saturday morning fine, but sure. uh, no problem there. <laughs> oh, you turned on them too. Uh, no, I'm just saying it did. It, it, yeah, we yeah. Just we're going to try to see both. Fact. We're going to try to see both launches at one time. It went from two launches to zero. Right. Yeah. So here we are, and we're actually going to get to throw food. We're loose. We're ready to go. And here's a little clip of us trying to feed the band. Now, Rick, we got to throw in before they quit playing. Maybe we should have waited till yeah. they were done with the big song. I think, there, I think did they not so. say ready go? Well, no, I, no. I got caught up. I'm not ready. supposed to they throw while they're playing. They wanted the hot dog. You don't throw while they're still playing. 
said, maybe we should wait till they quit flying. Yeah. Wow, Bubba, that's a little... <laughs> Hot dogs don't fly like you want. No, no, it's it's very steep there too. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah. A, that's a lot of hot dogs. So so that's got, an end we got over hamburgers. End. We got hamburgers. Too. Hamburgers. A bit what are you throwing, Greg? Hot dogs and hamburgers. Okay. Yeah. They say the Chick Fil A ones are really good to throw. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to so it's President a variety of food. Yeah. It's a variety of food. <laughs> President Kellsworth told me that hey, he said them Chick Fil A's will go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still that's I'm it. laughing. I still can't believe we're throwing food. Oh, yeah. at this the went on a long time. This is not feeding the band. This is throwing food at the and band. The, and look, and they'll be going here, here. You yeah. know, and then then these guys will sneak up that are really hungry and go, "Can I have one of them?" And I just hand them one. <laughs> yeah, that hot dog is kind of an end over end throw, isn't it? But but yeah. they also they said they learned they have to tape them shut because before they did the the, the hot dog weenie would go one way and the bun <laughs> would go one way. And they were hitting people with hot dogs, so sure. right. now they tape it up. Right, Rick. Okay. You know we have a long history of throwing food here on the show, oh, so yeah. I, I just couldn't pass this up. No, they this brought out I, how many trays? You reckon we? They was a bunch. It looked like somebody Rick, was, was playing a saxophone, uh, saxophone, and you hit him in the face. With well, a hot we dog. were. We thought, what if we ring instruments? Uh, do you get extra for that? That's I, I mean, I thought I saw a saxophone up in the air there, yeah, and yeah. I went for it. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, it was tough. So I, I had no idea that this was a new tradition that President Killingsworth had started. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I I told him I said, look, I, I, y'all, I don't know how y'all want to do this in the future, but if I'm anywhere near here, I'm in. Yeah, you know, it was fun. So uh, so thanks to everybody. I'm even a little sore today from throwing those at, at Jacksonville <clears throat> State for. <laughs> For again, uh, a great honor. So, when I rolled over Sunday morning, I <laughs> yeah, thought, "Hey, what's wrong with that show?" Let me throw something light. Here. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, they did out. The, the university did a great job recognizing the team, and the team did a great job of the turnout that they had, and hearing them sit around and tell stories. And I had them come and telling me stories about dad, which are never a dull moment. No, never. Boy, they, never they got some good ones. Never a dull I moment. Mean, some good ones. Well, and I knew this would happen. I've now been texted. We were trying to review the three trips to the national championship. The snow game is one that. And how about this? Sherry Burgess was a uh, marching ballerina on the snow oh, game. Boy, she, said, cold. Oh. she said you ought to had uh, your little marching ballerina suit on there in the snow. Ooh. And said, us trying Not to a good get... day for high kicks. No, she said no. trying to go out there and perform in the snow. She said that was awesome. So, no, and also, good. I want to get all this factually correct because this was a new thing to me, this throwing of the food. Mm-hmm. But uh, President Killingsworth said they throw food to students, too, in the end zone. So every, Greg and I had the Southerners. I didn't know Hunter, this. but they were throwing food to everybody. I had in the no end idea. Zone. Nice. Well, so, I mean, that's a. I mean, you know, you know what I thought while I was throwing. Gosh, if we had the people's gun, the hot dog. Good. Don't know. Oh, that would have done enough uh, damage. Now that thing the, would make hot dog no, salad yeah. unless you packed it. Just all, right. all we need is somebody on a twenty J to be choking because <laughs> yeah, of us. Yeah. Or, or hit somebody with it. But anyway, so back back to this on the this. Then we're celebrating the ninety two championship. But of course, the kicker would would text me and say we did not try field goal in the in the ice bowl. Rick, the I snow bowl. I thought we did. Goal. If we'd have give Slade a shot, he'd have made it. Slade said we never got closer than uh, he said we got uh, the closest we got was the thirty five yard line early. He said I only had one kick and that was the kickoff. I never got to kick again. And then I then he and I got talking. I said I think what I'm remembering is I told you that defense in eighty nine scored an average of seven points a game and gave up six. <clears throat> And they would any turnover for that defense was a potential touchdown. Oh yeah, and they Take blocked the they, they blocked many a field goal, and then they return them for touchdowns. So we blocked Miss uh, 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 Mississippi College's first attempt at a field goal, and Eric Davis, who went on to have an illustrious NFL career with the 49ers. yeah, picked it up. <laughs> 
and is normally would have just been gone. And then he got to trying to keep his feet and slipped in the snow and fell. Oh. So, uh, so that that I think that maybe I'm confusing that. But but anyway, is but, it but, possible, Rick, that we lined up to kick a field goal, called a timeout, thought better of it, and went for it? Well, because I, in my mind, I, not great I, kicking I'm thinking, no, yeah, oh no. yeah, it's terrible. And if you terrible. remember the way Mississippi College kicked the field goal that won it, we fumbled. And they got it close, yeah, and then they let them kick it. Yeah, yeah. Which was smart mm-hmm. on their part. I mean, if yeah. you can get points, get them. Uh, but anyway, but the '92 team did win it, and that's what was celebrated over the weekend. We were just talking about the whole history of that era, uh, and uh, thanks to everybody there for and and those players and the way, like you said, Greg, the way they keep in touch with mom and dad, oh, and yeah, it's and, awesome. um, and keep uh, all that alive, and and it's just I mean, and, and they come up with all kinds of stuff that. They send us that have been documented and um, and and they and how about this? They uh, those former players, the Burgess boys, they played probably one of the key roles in the field being named after Deb. Yes, absolutely. Because they mm-hmm. they started the hype of wanting that and, done, and uh, so and they, there's they, some documentary they're making about that year that's coming out. Mm-hmm. It's not quite finished, so it's going to be nice. Yeah, we Adam and I keep trying to send the part that we did on it, but no, that yeah. we just saw one of the weirdest cell phone things ever. I know. How about yeah, Rick? Won't you text him back? Wasn't well, that funny? <laughs> I mean, how, how does this happen? Maybe, yeah. maybe Tim somebody, shows me his thread, and it shows where he texts you back. You th- you show me yours with him, and it doesn't show it. No, I don't know. The last my That's last crazy. my last text to Tim is I need your email address. Testing one two. He tells you I sent it to Rick. Shows you that shows it was him where he's in it, and then you look at my phone. It's not there. That's just weird. Well, that's real strange. So yeah. anyway, Adder trying to get with him a lot too. A lot. So uh, so anyway so that that is um, we we will we'll hopefully get that delivered and uh, Bubba you and Greg thank y'all for being oh, there great to be, day. be part oh, of that great I, day I appreciate uh, Dr Killingsworth and uh, Scott Williams and everybody letting us be involved with uh, helping to feed the band that's funny <laughs> that was fun that's funny the Sudler award winning band. Uh, I will say this, um, and uh, you've heard some of the legendary stories uh, on this program if you've been listening for a long time, and a lot of you um, are, are big fans of uh, uh, Rick and Bubba's segment that's relatively new, What's Eating Scott Gorowski? Uh But uh, Scott has been on the show many times, and of course now the star of What's Eating Scott Gorowski. Uh a, a unique individual, but if you ever met Scott Gorowski's dad, uh, Scott mm-hmm. Gorowski would make more sense to you. Uh, and of course, uh, Mike Garoski over the weekend stepped into eternity, uh, passed from this earth, uh, and in, in very Mike Garoski fashion, even the way he left this world was just so unique. And, and there's so many stories. I won't go into it here, but, uh, it, it was, uh, I was staying updated through Scott and the way even his dad in his final weeks here on this earth. Some of the things that happened. I, I, I will say this one. I think I have permission on this one. The the, the Scott hmm. and his wife were like hurrying to get back because they've been told basically by the medical team, your dad is going to be gone in hours, and he what we need to do for that not to be the case, he won't do anymore. He's basically saying, I'm done. Get this mask off of me. Get all this off of me. Yeah. And they said, once we do this, this is it. Okay. So they scurry, come into the room. And he's drinking a Diet Coke, complaining about the ball game. Uh, wow! And uh, and and Scott's like, I-, I thought you were going to be. I didn't even think I'd get here before you died. And I'm and, here. Uh, he's checking yeah, it out. Yeah. And so then he lived on a little longer. And right. Wow. And uh, but did finally um, the the story. Those of you that don't know, Scott, and his nickname was Iron Mike. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, his sons named him that, and his grandsons, who uh, of course uh, Scott and his sons and. 
and their the family just Scott's devotion to his dad. Um, I don't want to get too mushy today because Scott wouldn't want that, but was something to watch. Uh, and the reason why, those of you who don't know this, uh, Mike Garoski had a car wreck when he was 33 years old uh, that completely uh, had a spine break uh, mm. at the T6 level. Mm. So he was paralyzed from the chest down for 43 years. Oh, wow. wow, wow and, wow. Uh, and you know, the, the, the we told the story on there at the time a guy tried to rob him. Yeah. And uh, instead of just giving up his billfold when he reached for the glove compartment saying, let me get it for you, he pulled out a gun. Iron Mike did, and the guy shot him and skimmed the back of his head um, uh, with a bullet, but he fought the guy trying yeah. to rob him. How about that? And basically was dogging the guy for trying to rob a man in a wheelchair. And, uh, <laughs> telling him about he, it. He was telling yeah. about it. And my favorite line is the guy <laughs> did get his billfold when he got to the hospital bleeding, and they asked him for his insurance card, to which he replied, well, I don't have that because uh, – the guy who stole my billfo and uh, and shot me has it. Yeah. So uh, can I we been, cut through all this? Yeah. I, I, we'll worry about this yeah. later. Yeah. I've, been, I've been shot, girl. I think was the comment. So That's I don't so quite bad. have my insurance card. The guy who shot me's got it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Took it from yeah, him. yeah. and he yeah. and he got through that. Yeah, there it is. Best every hills man who uses wheelchair shot in Birmingham holdup. Wow. Uh, so anyway, tough toughest man. Uh, I, I I can't think of anything that would compare to the toughness of iron mike garoski but anyway so maybe he, scott uh, yeah well scott yes i like i say if you meet iron mike scott makes a lot more sense yeah uh <laughs> but but anyway so and of course we we were texting the legendary story of uh of chris adler's dad michael adler <laughs> yeah golly y'all when when michael adler sent me that story because you know michael went up there to visit the family and and those of you who don't know this, I think you would know this by now, but Michael Adler has been a worship leader for how long, Chris? Good night. He's he's been he's been doing this for oof. well, forty uh, years, I guess. Yeah, and and I will say this: I'm not just saying this because he's our friend. Uh, your dad is is really the best at what he's done. There, there's very few. I can't. He doesn't really have any equal. What, the way he arranges and the way he does his job is just incredible. And anyway, so uh, you know the the famous worship leader stuff that you that you have to you know deal with. And uh, so um, so he went up to and and Michael Adler's so good. At, he he was you know he and Linda were with, with Sherry and I in our time, uh, and they're just such, they're so good when it comes to this kind of stuff, being there for people. And so he goes up to thinking, you know, you don't know how many times we thought Iron Mike was going, and then he just would refuse to go. And uh, so uh, when when uh, Michael Adler went up to see him, uh, he was praying with Scott, and there's tears in the room, and and everybody is is just crying. And so Michael Adler says, "I turned to leave, and as I reached for the handle of the door, Chris, what was the comment from Iron Mike to your dad? I think I believe it was, you know, I'd love to hear a lot, or it wouldn't kill you to play more hymns. Is that what it was? Right, right. Mm-hmm. How about a few more hymns on Sunday morning? <laughs> that was the final statement to Michael Adler. Uh, so, so, so good. So, so that's classic. Uh, and yeah. there's there's so many. The legend of Iron Mike Garoski. <laughs> there's no time for it. But I, the, the family did want me to get because you know it, when you're in this and trying to get in touch with people or whatever. If you're connected to the family, and and I'm certainly not going to miss it, and and you want to be there for the memorial service for Iron Mike Garoski, uh, it'll be at Shades Mountain Baptist Church where he uh, was a member for as long as I knew, and and Scott, of course, and his family have been there too, and are and are there now. They'll do the memorial service 2 p.m. local time at Shades Mountain Baptist Church this Wednesday. So 2 p.m. this Wednesday memorial service for Iron Mike Garoski and. I'll tell you what it 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 it'll probably be one that you won't forget. 
I mean, because there's going the stories, mm-hmm. the stories of the legend of Iron Mike Gorowski. But anyway, and uh, and I, I never heard one that it, that it, you know when you think, well, I've heard all I could possibly ever hear. Right. Then you yeah. hear another yeah. one. Another one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I'm talking about um, just incredible. What what a life. Uh, what an impact, and uh, and and it will be quite uh, the celebration of his life. And you know, the thing when you think about something like this, you know, the comfort that comes immediately about what we believe. You know, I I, I sent this to Scott because it is a verse that Jesus says so clearly in John sixteen thirty three when he says, "I say this so that you'll have peace in this world. You will face tribulation." And I think sometimes we miss that part of it. Mm. We're in a fallen creation. Doesn't mean it's okay. Doesn't mean it doesn't upset you. Doesn't mean that you go out and hope for it. You certainly don't. But but G, no one would pick these things. But Jesus said, in this fallen creation, there there is going to be tribulation of some kind. You know, and and Jesus said, that's not a might. That's a will. But 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 take heart because he said, I say this so you have peace. Have that joy in your heart, remembering what. And Jesus said that I've overcome the world. I've ultimately overcome it. So Mike Garoski might have spent 43 years in a wheelchair, but he's not in one now. Mm-mm. You know, and so because, right. because of Jesus, all that's glorified. Uh, and as Scott said when he sent me the text that his dad had, or the group that he was sending it to, had passed while we were sleeping and got up and I saw it. I even told Sherry, I said, I bet I'm about to go look at that phone and, and Mike Garoski is going to be going on to glory because Scott was saying, look, it's it's ours now. Of course, he said that before, and then he <laughs> yeah. complained about a ball game and drank a Diet Coke. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but this time the Lord said, this is it. But the, Scott's quote was, my dad ran into heaven. That's Think about true. that. I mean, sitting yeah. there in that wheelchair wow. for 43 years. That's right. But when he stepped into glory, he, he ran into heaven. So uh, so that that's a celebration. That's what's so incredible about what God has done. And really, when you think about that he's done that, we really don't have a, a complaint with him. I mean, if he never did anything else other than saying, by the way, when you die because of my redemption and your repentance, everything's going to be fine. Now, you may struggle till then, uh, but use that to point people to me and remember what I've done for you. But if I never did anything other than the cross, I've done enough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the fact that he does beyond that is amazing. So anyway, so just wanted to pass that along to those of you obviously on the show that, that love Scott and his family. Be praying for them as they grieve. And for those of you that are connected to uh, Scott, uh, his family, and, and Iron Mike, that memorial service will be Wednesday, 2 p.m., Shades Mountain uh, Baptist Church. So just want to pass that along to you. All right, we'll come back. We and, and then we'll have Scott. He'll come in, post all this on his next What's Eating Scott Garoski, and maybe have him tell us some of the highlights of growing up as the son of Iron Mike Garoski. Yeah. And there's some great ones. Uh, so we'll be back 16 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Papa Rocks nearly took them all out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that right there. What if you saw that thing coming? Well, that disturbing. would be terrible. Rick, he said he don't know about the lawsuit. Nobody got hurt. I mean, Wait a minute, Greg. Please, <laughs> please tell me he's saying fake it. News. Is that not in? Yeah, I like when he claims it's fake news that he was distracted. No, sir. That, that's misinformation. That's yeah. not fake news. <laughs> fake news is an agenda against a person. <laughs> they made it up. You think he loves Trump? Oh, you think you know? Oh, Garak, Garanky. <laughs> All right, so what's the other one? We- All right, Rick, we have a drone that helps save two teenage swimmers struggling in a powerful surf on the Australian coastline in what authorities say is a world's first because they dropped them uh, a. Um, yeah. a the what? Go ahead. 
they they dropped them a, a lifeboat, a raft with a drone. Huh. So they're caught out there in the. Now, how big a drone is it to cool. pick that baby up? Yeah, so the undertow's got them, and they they're they're just saying gonna drop them something. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I guess this is footage from the drone, right? That is yeah. really cool. Yep. Well, oh, it wasn't a very big thing. It well, it'll inflate. It? Yeah. So it oh, inflating on when it hits the water. Look oh, at yeah. it inflating. But I mean, is that a little drone that carries that, or a big drone? I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. something like Adler's got. Oh, I will tell you one thing. That is, it's huge. How about how pretty good drop too? Drop yeah, right on yeah. I, I gotta tell you, it was really that's good a very drop. good, that's a good drop. pilot there. for life saving. I would see a drone at the beach as being. I mean, that is really cool. You know, Helmsy brings up a great point. I mean, we think this drone just flies itself. So there's a guy, there's oh, a, yeah. a man or a lady that's back, and, and they're piloting this thing. Which is, I mean, you and guys. just looking at a screen. Guys, it's one thing to get the drone and find them. It's another thing to get the drone and get, get a raft on it. and then But the drop was so good. Mm-hmm. I, mean, that, I mean, it dropped it right in between them. <laughs> really, yeah. Good stuff. I mean, of course, they, they're, they're still it, struggling. It looks like, is it a raft or just kind of like a... It's just something long that tube. inflated yeah. to, to yeah. hang yeah. on to. Long it's like one of those yeah. noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly, it. like a noodle. Yeah, so yeah. It inflates out with air in it. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Huh. You so, know, they make the life jackets now that, you know, inflate when you hit the water. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could drop one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So right. what, what caught the footage of the bu- of, of Garak near to killing everybody? Uh, we have uh, anytime Mike Leach is involved in something, you always it's always at least of, of it piques our interest a little bit. Uh, some of you referred to him as a national treasure. I agree. Uh, at times he can be. Uh, before we get to that, though, I do want to point you to Therabreath. I got a great, great email. Uh, I guess it was toward the end of last week uh, involving Therabreath, and I sent it on to them because I, I, anytime that you hear people you know, saying, hey, I use the product, I love the product, we try, if there's any way to do it, uh, we like to pass that along uh, to the actual client to, to let them know. Uh, and, uh, so, so anyway, um, we, I, I did send this on, it's from Steven. He said, I, I don't do product reviews that, uh, that's just never been who I am, but this past, the past two weeks I've had the flu. Uh, and also, unfortunately, uh, he, he had MRSA pneumonia. Yeah. Well, uh, that, that didn't sound good. Mm. Uh, and so he said, I've been in the hospital from it. As you can imagine, that leaves you with some pretty nasty taste in your mouth and things that, um, uh, that my wife would bring me the Therabreath lozenges. Uh, uh, were the most valuable, and wow, they made a difference. He said, I'm a long way from recovery, but at least I won't have to do it with some uh, knockdown bad breath. Uh, this is something I'll be using even after I'm well again, Stephen in Kentucky. So uh, so he's talking about these lozenges they have that have been life-changing for him uh, in that tough situation. So TheraBreath, is, it, it's great. I mean, you can, you can get all their products by going to TheraBreath.com. Or, or rickandbubba.com under the uh, the sponsors button. They've got the you know the mouthwash, which is incredible. Uh, didn't have the alcohol content at some of the others. It actually goes after what's causing the bad breath. Told you about the lozenges. They're great. Also, there's a healthy gums oral rinse. You know, gum disease can be nasty, dangerous. Keep those gums healthy. They've got a rinse for that. It's FDA approved uh, to fight gum disease. There's even a Therabreath whitening oral rinse. Uh, It's a breakthrough rinse. It works to loosen and actually dissolve the stains that other whitening products just simply miss. So their products are are above anything else that's on the shelf next to them. Uh, So you can get every product that's available by going to therabreath.com, or you can look on shelves at retailers everywhere, Therabreath. Is, uh, is fantastic, and thank you, Stephen, for that email. All right, here's Mike Leach. So this is some of the – we keep hearing over and over and over again from fans of 
college football that the officiating, especially in the SEC, is just horrible. <laughs> and um, and and it's not that they're cheating; they're just not very good. And uh, and so uh, Leach uh, is asked about that at halftime, and I think maybe he takes the best approach, don't you think? <laughs> so 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 here, here he doesn't say it; he lets somebody else. Yeah, here we go. Coach, what a momentum shift! How huge was that Xavion Thomas touchdown heading into the locker room? Oh, it's big. I mean. Every play's important in a game like this. So, uh, yeah. You've been speaking to the officials all night. What's your reaction to some of those calls in the first half? What's your reaction? You're watching the same game I am. Uh, I think you ought to comment on it uh, positive or negatively, whatever's running through your mind. <laughs> Thank you, Coach Sean. I'll let <laughs> at the time it was 17 to 12 uh, Mississippi State had gone for two and, and didn't make it uh, but it was 17 12 at the time and there were some some calls and I know fandom and everybody's but even it was so obvious that there was a couple of calls that just did not go Mississippi State's way see him being the coach at State and Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss makes me oh, want yeah. to watch the Egg Bowl absolutely you know because yeah. you just don't know what you're going to see yeah. what you're going to hear <laughs> I mean it's just it's just it's just a totally different level with them as coaches alright <laughs> so shifting gears a little bit I know there was I a left lot. you open for a great comment there Rick I thought <laughs> you might challenge <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I, 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 thank you though I appreciate that <laughs> uh, shifting gears a little bit is uh, Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live. There was a lot of hype that he was going to host, and I was a little shocked they were letting him host. Babylon B had a hilarious, uh, a lot of hilarious headlines. They said, breaking news, uh, Saturday Night Live may be funny again this weekend. Uh, they have a real comedian. Didn't some of the writers boycott it? Did they? I didn't. They were were saying they were. Because he's made some anti-trans jokes. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he's that's what they say. I've heard. I've seen his stand up. He's not being offensive at all. It's just they're being ridiculous. Can well, we pull this off, Adler, without his language in this one? Because mm-hmm. I know he did. They beep him on Saturday Night Live, or did they let that go? Uh, I, so Speedy sent this to me, and I got into it um, where he tells this story. What is it like a minute forty in? Yeah, something I think like so. That. Yeah. Uh, but it, the setup is pretty obvious. I haven't had a chance to run it, like practice it very many times, muting it. But you we'll might, see. We'll see how it goes. You I, might ought to let oh him practice my. it. One he re- he really brings it home. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean. So I think it'd be pretty easy on you. Do your you remember end. where it is? Because uh, it's a there's a big yeah, pause. I, can, I remember. Yeah. I don't I don't have a button anymore. Rick. We got it's this. on you. I'm it's ready. on you. Yeah. We it's right it. after Trump admits to doing something. He goes. Yes, that's right. So anyway, we'll get it together, buddy. But he's but he's explaining the rise of Donald Trump's popularity. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. All right, and uh, and if, if 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 Adler misses it, I'll dump it. But YouTubers, you're, you'll get it either way. And the, uh, the, the so funny you, part y'all about gotta have Adler. The rest of you, I can I can play back. Up. Right, Rick. And the funny part is when he starts, the liberal audience doesn't know how to react. Oh, because, that happens to him all the time. Yeah, the but and he's like, no, y'all don't understand. This is why he's loved. Y'all don't get it, but yeah. here it is. And I'm watching the news now. They're declaring the end of the Trump era. Now, okay, I can see how in New York you might believe this is the end of his era. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I live in Ohio amongst the poor whites. <laughs> he does. You don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I, I get it because I hear it every day. He's very loved. And the reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. Well, I'm not joking right now. He's an honest liar. That first debate, that first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white 
male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. And across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. It's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as you suggest, what would be your evidence? You remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. And he's, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Good job, Adler. Illuminati membership card, chop a line of cocaine up and get it right into the party. <laughs> No one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't. Because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends... A star was born. No one had ever seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside, and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing inside of that house. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. I mean, it's true, and and we've pointed that out on the show many times. The, the all you have to do when people are using loopholes that are legal and that the government has allowed them, that's not evil. That's just smart. And if you didn't want them to do that, you would close those, but you won't close them because you benefit from them. And as, he, as Chappelle said, and the people who keep you in your position that have the kind of money to donate to your campaigns, they use them and you would be in trouble with them if you shut them. So you pretend to hate them while you'll never get rid of them. Yeah, the Congress, all they have to do is take one vote, Rick, and do away with deductions, period. Close every one of them. If you went flat tax with no deductions, there would never be another wealthy person that got around it. But they won't do it. And the reason why they won't do it, if it was that simplified, we'd have more money, by the way, than than we've ever had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. because, Because they can't play games with that. Then everybody would, you know, people who make more money, they would send more money because the percentage of their money would be a bigger number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, it, if it was 15% flat tax, yeah. if you made a million dollars, you would send more than somebody that made 20000 a year, yeah. but you pay the same rate. Right. And there's no deduction, so there's no loopholes for you to get away yeah. with paying none. And uh, But they don't close them while complaining about them. And, and as he said, Trump shed light on that and was very honest about it. And uh, he said, and, and that's when a star was born. Yeah, I always liked the fact that Trump told us what he was thinking. Exactly what he was thinking. He always does. It was fantastic. You can count on that. Yeah. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, this ties in nicely. Uh, if you uh, just heard the last segment on the program, uh, when we're talking about the government and your retirement, uh, I want, you need to really think about this. So if you have a 401k or an IRA or some kind of similar retirement plan, the government actually controls it. Yeah. They decide. 
how much you can borrow and when you must pay it back. And uh, you'll, the, you'll owe taxes. They decide that. Penalties, they, they decide that. If you take out money too soon, you know where else they'll penalize you, Bub, if you wait too long. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've got to do their little dance. They're like <laughs> shooting at our feet as we dance. <laughs> dance, uh, the, dance. And how about this is what we keep forgetting. That's your money. That's my money, and the government acts like, acts like it's theirs. Uh, and thanks to the skyrocketing national debt and a Congress that continues to spend like a drunken sailor on a Saturday night, who knows how much we'll have to pay in taxes during retirement that could last what some of us could be retired for 30 years if you're in good health, yeah? So bank on yourself. I want to introduce you to them. Bank on yourself is a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. Uh, I'm actually looking into this myself when I met them and talked to them. I'm like, hey, this is something I need to look into. This retirement plan alternative has never had a losing year in over 160 years. Guaranteed predictable growth in retirement income with no luck, skill, or guesswork required. Your plan doesn't go backward. Uh, When the markets tumble, both your principal and your growth are locked in. Tax-free retirement income. You'll know what your tax rate will be in retirement. You know what it would be? A zero under current tax law, which protects you from the coming tax tsunami. You're in control. You get access to your money for any purpose with no questions asked, without any government penalties or restrictions. Built-in inflation protection. Your money is guaranteed to grow by a larger dollar amount every single year in both the good times and the bad. Peace of mind, perhaps maybe the best reason of all. You'll know the minimum guaranteed value of your retirement savings on the day you plan to tap into them and at every point along the way. So um, you can get a free report with all the details on how to bank on yourself and the strategy adds guarantee, predictability, and control to your financial plan. Here's all you got to do. Just go to bankonyourself.com slash RBS. That stands for Rick and Bubba Show. That's bankonyourself.com slash RBS. R-B-S. Get a free report with all the details at bankonyourself.com slash R-B-S. As we make our way back, um, so having a great weekend at the farm with my beautiful wife and uh, somewhat of a fire bug. So she gets multiple fires going. We're we're ready for everybody. It's going to be a beautiful day. She is noticing when she arrives because she had not been there. She's now seeing the things that Gary and I have been doing, getting ready for hunting season. Oh, she's like, she's like, good lord, where? What? Did, she had no idea y'all were going to do. She looks in the in the in the little garage where we, the vehicles are, and she goes, "Have you got enough deer feed?" I said, "Boy, we hope so." And she goes, "No, I meant that in a way like that's a lot." My, you know, I got serious. I said, "Boy, I hope I don't make it." And I said, "Baby, you got to be ready to fill them feeders up when they don't. You know, we got our bait license, and you know, we got we got to keep that thing. We got to keep that going. That's right. You don't want them to run over where everybody's feeding them at the place next to us. That's for, can't have that. You, Rick. you know. And um, but she was. I think she was shocked at the at the number of bags that are stacked in there, ready to you know to to go and supplement if, if somebody runs out. So, but Bubba, you got to be ready. You should be proud. I'm ready. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> I am. I'm yeah. very proud of you, right, Rick, right. being prepared. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. So anyway. Um, and then she noticed my phone kept making noise. She goes, I'm noticing over here. See, we haven't been in a small area together like this in a while. She's like, because usually my phone's somewhere else or I got it in my pocket. Right. She goes, so you get an email every single time there's a picture of a deer? I said, well, it's not an email. It's just a picture that comes in. She goes, there's like 38 of them over here. 
I was like, well, "Would you hand me my phone?" <laughs> I need to check. That. Yeah, I need. I yeah, need, I get I, an I, email I, saying they're ready to look yeah, I, at. I, I got to have a look uh, at that now. I don't get a text. Yeah. I get an mm-hmm. email. And, and I said, "I'm just trying to get an is idea of what's going on." Is that an mobile, or is it just email mm-hmm. only? Can I, I tell you? Can I tell you why? One, there's so many reasons why I love Sherry Burgess. There's just so many. But but she took a, there, another step. I said I just didn't think I could love you anymore, but I guess I was wrong. You know what right. she said? I hope you and Brody will go out and get me multiple doughs on opening day because we need some meat. Well, she goes she goes that- she goes go bring me a, a few of them, and I was like, gosh, I didn't think I could love you anymore. I just just fell in love with you all over again on something new. So anyway, so of course before long. And you know, and I've got my parking down. You know how men are; everything has to be you know, parked. A certain moments ago, you know, I love this. No, I you know. nothing better than that. I, I love being able to see it just instant. So go ahead, little dog, get you some food. Because I've got also it's te- okay. Yeah, I've got to tell. I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> I've got it when you won't be anywhere around. Um, <laughs> I uh, I had to tell everybody if you come up on a place, if you see a food plot, do not ride through it. Right. Okay. So I'm trying to get all these rules yeah. out there. Don't mess up. You can go down the side of it, but yeah. don't ride through it. You know, and you should you should be able to avoid them. Yeah. So here come the testosterone filled teenage boys. How and many that, you got? Oh gosh, we probably got twelve. Maybe. Really? Yeah, it looks like. And this and, is from multiple families. Multiple families. All in your. And here class. they come, and you know they're just as cool as they can possibly be. You got one with shorts on. Yeah, you're oh. gonna have that. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I said you're gonna be committed to those shorts all day. You realize the high by the time you leave here today, it's gonna be fifty degrees, forty nine. Yeah, in the forties. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I wear shorts all the time. I said, well, you know what? I bet you do. Yeah, and, I, do, uh, I yeah, do too. R- most of the right. time. So anyway, or so used to. I'm going to say this to Honda, wherever y'all are. I, I hope I'm not colliding with any sponsorship exclusivities. Honda, if you need me to do a commercial for your four-wheelers, because I can attest that your four-wheelers borderline on indestructible by how they've been abused over the last 14 years. The uh, engines are incredible, Rick. I've seen people do things to your four-wheelers that it should have been the end of your four-wheelers <laughs> I, i've never heard some of the most god-awful sounds of people attempting to change the gears that of course have ridden a four-wheeler before right you know so and this oh, is the one i love so oh, it's manual huh? yeah so so oh, it's a boy. so I, I so i first guy gets on okay first guy on. you ever ridden one of these before and i know the answer i mean i'm right. just wasting my time yes sir i said oh. have you have you ridden one that's got you have to do the gears and i didn't have a clutch it's not that far back but, you know, the, all of them are up. You know what I mean by that? Yes, sir. Mm. So you know what I mean by that. I said, you can't, cr- I said you can't crank this unless it's in neutral. Mm-hmm. So if it goes dead, you're going to have to take it down to neutral, then crank it again, it should be fine. How many gears is it? One's got five, one's got four. Oh, okay? Mm. So, uh, so he gets on the one with five, of course, because five's more than four. Right. Uh, and, and of course, bigger, he's, stronger, faster. Now right? he's told me he's he's ridden one of these before. Right. Okay. So as soon as he takes off, I just hear the god awful sound. Yeah. And I'm like, well, like uh, maybe come off the gas yeah, when you right. Yeah. Gears. And it's yeah. just uh, and here it goes. So then in a minute, I see the da- <laughs> I see the dad over there, and I knew this was coming because I've done this so many times. I don't even get right. It doesn't even bother me anymore. Here's the dad. Huh? Where are y'all? So what's happened? So it's gone dead. Where are you? Where are you? Can you describe where you are? I like, hey, just just let me talk to him. So um, he FaceTime and I said, show me what's going on around you. So he showed me what's around. I said, I know where he is. I said, I, I'll, I'll go get him. <laughs> so I guess I said, before I come to get you, what's going on? Put uh, it in neutral. I can't. I can't get it in neutral. I said, are you are you gearing down? Silence. Are you gearing down? Are you pushing it down? 
till it can't be pushed down anymore and the little green light comes on. And and on yours, there's an N that will be on the screen. Say neutral. Uh, I can't get it to you. Something's wrong. It just won't do that. Then I say, but you know, we all know this in four-wheeler world. Are you rocking it? Rock it one time back and forth, and it should go on down if it won't go to the gear. I'm rocking. It's not doing anything. So you're rocking it. I'm rocking it. All right, I'm on my way. So I have to commandeer something. Uh, you know, there's there's the, the the first. Can we just drive any car back there? No, no. I need to I need to commandeer one of these ATV that's now full of little girls and women riding yeah. everywhere. Hey, yeah. can I have one? I'm sorry. Can I have one? So so we head out there, and um, there he is. Well, I came over his hump right here, and it went dead. Okay. Well, did you you can't get it in neutral? No, sir. And I throw my leg over the side of it, and I want every man in here that's my age or somewhere close to it to be ready for a great moment for us. I go, I rock it one time. It goes right in neutral. I crank it. I said, how long did that take me? Did you give me some time? How did you give him that? He, he, he said, he said, he said uh, hey, Mr. Burgess, it was probably 30 seconds at the most. Right. So why do you think it, it worked for me? And then it happened. I guess I just wasn't strong enough. Mm. And you know what I said? You're darn right. Mm. You're darn right. I you, said, you'll get I, that I, way playing video games. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you, you think that all of us are a bunch of old men, and I, I see y'all the way y'all look at us. I said, but who got it cranked and who couldn't get it cranked? Who was able to rock it one time and it go in gear? And who, who tried to rock it and couldn't get it in gear? Did I get it in gear? Yes, sir. How long? 30 seconds. <laughs> I said, okay. And what did you say? I guess I just wasn't strong enough. I said, you remember that. <laughs> And I said, now, if you, you think you can handle it from here, and he got back on it, and I just rode back. How, how do you think I rode back? How do you think I felt? Just all we chest out. Yeah, I got out, and, and I screamed to every, every young male out there, y'all are not strong enough to handle us. If y'all need help with strength, the older men are here. <laughs> we got an old man's strength that they don't have weight rooms for. We got an old man's strength that they don't have little games for. We got an old man's strength that just is out here as part of this land that y'all are not part of. Well, we on? we used to see it when we called. Uh, some people had Beach Boy muscles, and oh, some yeah. people had they were country strong. Yeah. Now that you couldn't find a cut on them anywhere, no. but they'd throw around them Beach Boys oh, like yeah. nobody's business. Oh yeah, and, and they got them little bitty waist. You yeah. move them really, right. kind of sort of skinny legs. <laughs> yeah. I went out there with a pair of jeans that was barely hanging on. Yeah. You think I didn't throw them big old legs over that thing? <laughs> as soon as I got on it, the four wheeler said, "This must be a man." Also taught them what you taught me about the diesel. I had every one of them saying, I want to do this one more time. Tell me what this sounds like. Found somebody out. means business. Mr. Burgess, that means somebody means business. You're darn right. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Our thanks to Kevin and April Cobb. Dropping by what they say is the world's greatest pound cake. Um, and um, I got one when I was speaking down there at Westmobile Baptist. Didn't bring it in. Caught a lot of flack. Speedy's giving Bubba his uh, Kevin, piece of the... Kevin said that he was pretty sure it was a little slice of heaven that mm-hmm. fell out. And Speedy, it seems like, did I not hear your wife wanting April's recipe immediately? Are we going to start getting bombarded with that? Uh, so it, it's uh, Terry, the, knows, Terry knows that one of my weaknesses is pound cake. Oh yeah, I love a good pound cake. Oh yeah. Oh, I love a good pound cake. You know what I like about this one too? You know how some of them feel light. Oh, this yeah. one it doesn't. Yeah, if you it, can tell, it's it's the real. Well, deal. it's it's named appropriately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How good is that? Very. 
And Bubba's tearing it up right now. And Bubba, uh, like I always do, I just want to make sure you know you don't have to eat the whole thing. Okay. Y'all, so we've got this pound cake. We've got dirt. Wait a minute. Speedy, I can't eat all this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I saw your son Hunter up here. Don't let him be a – he won't double up on you. No, he's, he can't be a – He's busy. He's not here. working for mom. He's is busy. Up here, huh? Uh, dirtroadgourmet.com also brought us their, their these these delicious casseroles today, too. Mm. Guys, this is a banner day. Mm-hmm. And then we had our normal breakfast from Edgar's. I mean, I know. I, we got we got uh, Birmingham Stallions up here. Yep. By the to, way, true story. I was luck. just in Piggly Wiggly day before last and grab a, grabbed a casserole from them. Did you? It was a home run. You too. know why? Because you can find them at the pig. Yep. You know, we got a pig down there by the farm, too. You know what? Golly. I'm going to go ahead and say this, and I'm going to say it right now. I know I'm trying to do a little bit better. I will have a slice. I, I gotta have a slice. That the only thing I didn't do is heat it up for like eight seconds. I, I'm sorry. What was Kevin's wife's name? April. 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 Mm-hmm. Hey, April. number one. April Cobb. April showers. I've got pieces of April's cake. April, <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, right. Awesome. So thank you so much. Um, Bubba Pete Rose is doing it again. He's asked for the Hall of Fame to consider him again. You know, I guess lifetime ban doesn't really mean lifetime ban anymore. But you know, I'm I'm one of them. I'm like Pete ought to be in in there. I I know he did some things he shouldn't have done, but right. If you saw Pete Rose play like we did, you know what he meant to the game. Oh yeah. And there wasn't anybody that loved baseball and played harder than Pete Rose. They called him Charlie Hustle, but very. I mean, he, he was just he yeah. he was incredible. I mean, I hate I wasn't a Reds fan. I I hated to see him come because I knew yeah, right. what he was going to bring. Well, I think we've hit this a couple times too. Where does the Hall of Fame get on some high horse about anybody? Well, I mean, yeah, we're, we, we're, we're look, at the point now. These are all great players, and honestly, a large portion of them weren't great people. Well, they, that, they were great the players, thing. but there they just is. weren't great people. Yeah, this is not the the Hall of Morale uh, or, or morality. <laughs> 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 no morale is what we saw when Speedy brought that pound cake in here. Now that that took the morale of the show and went through the roof, didn't it? And that maybe what's affecting me right, right. now. Um, <laughs> that you know. Off the off the diamond, uh, the, there was a lot of lot of problems there with a lot of players. Yep. But if it's the Hall of Fame, let's talk about what they did between the chalk lines, and right. Pete Rose is one of them. I mean, seriously, John Hinckley shot a president, Rick, and he's out with no penalty. I mean, he he's open now. He can do whatever he wants to do. And Pete Rose is still banned. Are you kidding me? I know. Well, and he keeps he keeps talking about how he apologizes, but he'll apologize, but then he'll misbehave. Again. Yeah. Well, I know. I, mean, I know. Look, uh, Pete's his own worst enemy. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. It's uh, you know you know what Pete Rose is the thing that the great Bill Searcy told us before he went on in. Everywhere I go, there I am. You mm, know. There it is. <laughs> uh, so um, and 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 talking about baseball greats, Babe Ruth. Ba- hey, Babe Ruth's glove. Uh, was just sold for one point five million dollars at a sports auction. What kind of shape's that thing in? I that, mean, at this I time, I mean, leather. It, I saw a picture leather of it. Kind of, you know, it'll it'll crack and go away over time. Is it still together? I saw a, a picture mm-hmm. of it. and I was shocked at good, how good a shape it was in. The, the, there wasn't really that good a glove back then. No, anyway, it's almost know? like I mean, it's almost it, like a glove. It wasn't like an A two thousand or anything. You know, you know, I mean, look, look at this thing. It, it, I mean, Bubba, for Rick, that to be I, Babe Ruth's. Rick, I've got a better glove than that. That I work at the farm. Does with. that you not look like that? a glove that seriously we go out and work with? And how they would catch. How would you catch a ball in that carefully? You think that uh-huh. old hand would burn? Oh yeah, look, huh? look at him. Now, what is, is there a pocket on that thing? It, it, I'm gonna tell you. I bet that. I mean, that that hurt. Yeah. It had to hurt yeah. catching that thing. All right. So if you buy this at auction for mm-hmm. 1.5 million, do you go home and oil it up, or what do you do? Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I have to wear t- it. How do you take care of it? I have to wear it once, and they probably tell me, don't get to your but hands But you ain't going to go out in the yard and pitch with No. Me. Well, you remember my kids, I looked, and they were outside playing with a catfish hunter baseball one time and right. destroyed like it. Like they had a panic. Yeah. Um, you know, oh. I, I'd have to put it on one time, though. I'd have well, to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. what do you do? Do you keep it in a box? Yeah. Or, I, yeah. Uh, oh, but I do a shadow do you, box. You know how we well, do a shadow that. box. But I mean, do you do more than that? Is it supposed to be temperature control? That's or true. I'd have to learn a lot about it. Humidity? What about the humidity? I'd have to learn a lot about it at 1.5. Yeah. Because I, I want yeah. to take care of it. Yeah, yeah, I would too. I, I would like to have Babe Ruth's glove, but not at 1.5. You would not want to be the guy that bought Babe Ruth's glove for 1.5 and then had it deteriorate. No, I would not. You don't want that title. No. And let's face it, if I'm paying 1.5 for Babe Ruth's glove, I'm already in pretty good shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm probably all right. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And you know what? I'm just glad to be sitting here next to some champions. Now, now, we're talking about <laughs> champions of the USFL. Uh, look at that trophy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We've got a trophy sitting here. We've got head coach uh, Skip Holtz with us. And running back, Bo Scarborough. Uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Boy, it's great to be here. Especially, I didn't realize the stardom we were in front of until I saw the cover of the two fat, sexiest men alive. I mean, now, now I realize we hit the big time. I didn't realize how big it was until I saw that. Now, it's an honor to be here. It's kind of like you have to do. You have to assess what kind of skills you have and you have to coach to that. And, That's right. You know, we've had to play with the cards we've been doing. Right. You know? so. yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. Bubba, when he played football, started out as a running back, and then as you see, he was moved to pulling guard. <laughs> what happened, Bubba? Uh, too much pound cake. <laughs> Bo, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm doing good, man. It's a blessing to be here. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, you know, first ever championship for the USFL. You know, it's a blessing in disguise, and you know, to be coached by one of the best, you know, to ever do it, and you know, to be around um, such a good, um, such a good um, group of guys yeah. and good coaches, and you know the atmosphere. It was you know fantastic, and the fans was uh, unbelievable. It was just a all around good thing, and it's um, another opportunity for a lot of these guys, and you know me as well. Yeah, well, you 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 had a great college career, a great NFL career, and then of course you know when you're looking for, hey man, I just want a, a second chance. Boy, this league has really offered some great opportunities, coach. Of all the things that uh, you know, you're you're a very famous dad, and your coaching career. Mm-hmm. Of all the situations you've ever been put in, what about we're going to start a league? And oh, by the way, uh, you're going to be giving players. What was this like? Of all the things you've done in coaching, this well, this had to be one of the most difficult. I was hired about mid January. Right is when I had the opportunity to sit down, and this whole thing was presented. And I said, all I want to do is find something that's going to excite me. Um, and I said, they said, all right, well, we're going to hire you mid-January. I said, all right, tell me, how's this going to work? And they said, we're going to do the draft in February. We're going to practice in March and play in April. <laughs> I said, okay, here we go. Let's strap it on, boys. <laughs> Let's strap it on. Let's go. Uh, but it was awesome. You know what? The young men that we had the opportunity to deal with, and you talk about a guy like Bo Scarborough who played four or five years in the NFL. Uh, you've got a guy like Bo Scarborough in the backfield. You've got Scooby Wright, you know what I mean? Your linebacker yeah. who probably had as much personality as anybody in the yeah, league. Yeah, as we know. say he wasn't right. But no. we loved, we're glad he was our guy wasn't right. I, I yeah. agree with but you. Have you ever known a great linebacker that was right? Yeah. No, no. Exactly. We don't want exactly. him right. No, no. 
but it was uh, it was an awful lot of fun, and so I absolutely loved it. Loved coaching the players. I had the opportunity to sit in the meeting room every day with the running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks. We all sat in that same room together. Uh, it was a treat for me. I really enjoyed it. But as much as anything, I enjoyed watching these guys come together as a team and really watching unselfish, great attitudes. It was just it was a joy to work with them every single day. Bo, let me ask you this: Since you've played at every level of football, okay, what what was this most like? Did did it feel like back to college a little bit? Did it feel like the league? Did it feel like high school a little bit? With that, hey, we're just you know, as my dad used to say when he coached, we, you have to play what the mamas bring you. <laughs> I mean, what 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 did it feel most like of all the different football that you? Uh, played? It felt more like the NFL to me, okay. uh, especially the way that it was ran. It was ran more like a pro style. Yeah. Um, like um, having meetings through throughout the day in the morning, and then you having that time to get yourself together for the next day. You know, basically preparation, really. And um, I just like the way that they did it. It was I felt like I was back in the NFL. Okay. And it was especially the way that co-host ran. I definitely felt like I was in the NFL and. No handle responsibilities. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking because this 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 is a unique situation as you just described. Neither one of you'd ever had this experience. We're going to uh, hire you in January. We're going to draft you in February. We're going to practice in March and play in April. Uh, I mean, none of you had been through that before. For me, I had always had eight months to build a team. Right. So normally when the season ends in December, you go through January's recruiting, you get into winter workouts in February, spring ball in March, you have summer camps, you have fall camp, and then you go to a season. This one, uh, really, you had three weeks to practice and put it all together. But I'll tell you what, when you have – professionals, and I say professionals, right. people like Bo that have been there, that understand, understand it, that have yeah. done it. Um, you know, we talk about the stages the team goes through. you got to learn how to compete. you got to learn how to win. But the, the hardest step is you got to learn how to handle winning. Um, yeah. and be able to have that focus and that concentration and that one-to-know mindset. You take a guy like Bo, who was invaluable in helping our football team, really understand that and coming from a program like Alabama and being in the NFL for as many years as he was, uh, it really it really helped. I mean, in us being able to bring this trophy home right here. There Coach, you, you come from a famous football family. Yes, sir. What was it like once you won that trophy? What was the first conversation with your dad like? You know, he said, congratulations. He said, now, what are you going to do next year? That was pretty much it. Congratulations. Great job. Boy, your team looked really good. Now, what are you going to do next year? That's over. Yeah, speaking of that, how much shakeup is there in the team? You know, right now, I mean, we had over 50 players in the league were in NFL camps. Yeah. Uh, how many ended up sticking and all that? And it's still such a moving product because even with injuries, and this right. is one of the things for so many of these players, uh, they all just got done playing a season. So for the NFL, when somebody gets injured or they're looking to bring, there's constantly they're bringing people in every week trying them out. So right now, I don't know exactly, but uh, for everybody that I've talked to, they're excited about. If they're not in the NFL, they want to come back and they want to have the opportunity to do this again. And so, been a lot of fun, and I'm certainly looking forward to it. As the opening game is going to be April fifteenth, April fifteenth. Something yep. good about when April will you, 15th. When will you know your roster? Um, oh, probably uh, March. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> really, Mark, how will like the draft like... work this year? Will it be – it was unique, I thought, last time, how everybody drafted quarterbacks and running backs. and line. Is, that, is that a format you yeah, think they'll I think do again? It's going to be probably – really, we have to look at what the attrition is going to look like, and then I think it will probably be a whole lot more free agent than it will be a big draft process. Uh, and especially you have – I mean, with, with us going into April 15th, I think you're going to return good nucleus. So there's been a lot of talk about how much of the roster is going to expand. Are they going to? We're going to bring more to camp. I mean, a lot right. of those decisions are still being made by the, the powers to be. But um, I'm just excited about having the opportunity to get these guys back together and do it again. So April 15th will be the first game of the season. Uh, and uh, Ticketmaster, we got a link in show notes right now. You can go to USFL, theusfl.com, make a ticket deposit of $25 to lock in priority access if you want to do that, and then that deposit will be used for 2023 season tickets only, uh, and, uh, and then you'll get contacted by a representative uh, on exactly how to do that. Now, today – uh, you can actually meet Coach Holtz and, and, and Bo Scarborough if you're in the Birmingham area or you're getting here. Four to seven today at Avondale Brewing Company. The trophy will be there, and you guys will be gripping and grinning and taking pictures with fans, and, and, and the, the Birmingham people can come see the trophy. Looking forward to it. I mean, playing in Birmingham was such a home field advantage for sure. us. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of teams that had to play in front of an empty stadium. We didn't, we didn't experience that. You know, even when we went to the number of people that traveled up to Canton, Ohio, when we were playing in the semis – the oh, yeah. final game uh, was awesome, but the crowd was great, and we'd love to have the opportunity to to say thank you to so many people that had such a huge role in us being able to have success on the field. Were, were you concerned because you did have all of your games in Birmingham when you had to go on the road for the playoffs? Did you think we haven't experienced this? How will it affect us? Yeah, no, it's it wasn't exactly like playing in the SEC on the road. Right. I mean, I wasn't worried about okay, we got to go to a silent snap count. We've got <laughs> right, to, you right, know, yeah. we got to <laughs> practice crowd noise, and uh, I didn't feel like we. We were in that boat, but you no, know, it, it was nice. We found out how we we're going to play without it. But I thought the players, I thought they did a great job of really focusing on what was going on between the lines. You know, you always hear the adage, I don't understand why playing on the road so hard. The field's the same distance, right, it's the right. same length. It's different. It's not like you're uphill or downhill, uh, <laughs> but it's the crowd that makes it that makes it different. And I thought, you know, we had we had great support all year from the people in Birmingham, really enjoyed our stay here, and it was just for us, it was one of the rewarding things to have the opportunity to bring this trophy back to Birmingham. All right, let's come back. We'll talk more with uh, Coach Skip Holtz and Bo Scarborough of the Birmingham Stallions. Uh, we've got the Stallions mascot sitting in the golden ticket seats. He's got it just <laughs> like he likes it. Got some of the cheerleaders here getting ready for the season. So uh, tickets at Ticketmaster, that link is available. First game will be April the 15th. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. So there you go. Willow Meat's already done for the week. Uh, a rare Monday appearance of the Willow Meat. But if you got Bo Scarborough, and I watched him walk over to that wheel and ask about it. You know, you could see him kind of asking about it. And he, he had his, you know, had his London fog jacket on like he liked it. And looking sharp. Looking sharp. And he went over. And then we lit it up. When we lit the lights up, he, do you agree, Bubba? That's when his eyes said, oh, yeah. can, can yeah. I spin it? Well, so many people do, Rick. Right, it's yeah. Such a, when, when I you, mean, when you this light time up, of Christmas with, you know, Christmas lights yeah. and all this, it's just like Christmas anytime. Yeah. So, uh, but what a great time. Coach Holtz, uh, I mean, like you were preparing us, Hams. He just became one of the guys immediately. I mean, immediately. 
I was sitting in my office and I was trying to do some do some work actually, but I was it was a nice interruption. Uh, he just plopped down in the seat, the extra seat oh, in my man. office, and we started chatting it up, and it Great was a lot guy. of fun. He right. was, yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious, I thought I was at some family reunion or something, just catching up. Well, and one thing I think will happen next, and I could tell Adler's already thinking like this, and Greg, I saw it kind of maybe enter your <laughs> mind. I mean, they'll book Rock and Roll City for a game. <laughs> yeah, they're you know? not turning in zone. <laughs> they're yeah, screaming. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Rock and Roll City. Bring the be, rock. Bring, bring it, you know. Yeah, definitely, especially after I sang Run Like a Birmingham Stallion just now during right. the break. You need to did I that. make it up right then in the moment? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you yes, did. I did. That's 100%. the beauty of the break, though. That's the beauty that, of that's Rock a, and that's Roll That's the two-brick experience. See, I know and y'all are busy when you're done spending having to greet people and all, but if you were listening to his lyrics, he comes up there. <laughs> so y'all do originals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seemed like last week one line was close or optional. Just <laughs> <laughs> throw stuff in there. Well, the um, – yeah, I, it, it, but you know what I noticed? Coach Holt seemed to be – you know, some people come in here, and when these things are happening, you can tell there's a moment where they don't know what to do with it. They're like – this place makes zero sense. Yeah, well, the wheel does that to people. But Holtz was like, he was like, I, I like the chaos of this, oh, and, yeah. and I'm not, yeah. I, don't, I need to yeah. know every detail. Yep. Now, what's the chant? Yeah. I want on the chant. How you do the chant? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know all this, He's and awesome. and and then of course he said what most people say: Is this what y'all do for a living? <laughs> yeah, he yeah, said y'all need to try to have a little fun. Around. Yeah, well, we're trying. I could tell that his stress level too is way down. Yeah, most college coaches and pro coaches, oh, yeah. you know, the stress levels way high. Yeah, and he's not like that. Uh-huh. He's, well, he's, he's loving life right now. Mm-hmm. As far as he's talking about, best of both worlds. Don't mm-hmm. have to deal with nils and, <laughs> and all oh, that yeah. portal, portal this and portal that. He's coaching pro ball and having a good. You time. You were telling with me it. some of the nil stories he's been oh, getting. Oh my gracious! Was, yeah, couldn't was, believe it. Right. Some of the else. things <laughs> that players ask for. And they don't even start on your team. Yeah, it's amazing to me. Like, yeah. What? I was like, you got to. He said no. He had to look at a kid and go, "You don't even start for us, right? What really? That's right. what you're asking for? I know, I know. It's crazy. Going to break. I want to hear about that. Yeah, one. right. It was good. By the way, did I see Hunter Bussy come through here or not? Yes, you did. Yeah. I okay. I did. Yeah, yeah. Where'd he go? Yeah, it was like he was here, and then he, and then also yeah, there was a stallion, uh, and he hey, was gone. Yeah, he's well, hanging he out was, in the WZZK yeah. control. I, I, oh, didn't, oh, I didn't want to tell anybody, yeah. but he was the actual stallion. No, was that's what it was. That was funny. By the way, Adler, I want you to be completely transparent. Are you thankful it didn't land on Henry the Horse with a stallion in here? Well, I mean, I hear that this town ain't big enough for the both of them. <laughs> right. <that's laughs> so I would hate to have seen hooves go a-flying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, I thought Bo Bo was really a little more tentative with the wheel than I thought he could because well, cause, good because he could have spun it right. Yeah, off. he, uh, he could have spun it right. Yeah, off he could have slung it out right out through yeah. the wall. Or yeah, something. and I got in a stance so Coach and Bo could see it for a minute. Oh, I'm sure they intimidated. They, they, they were they were like he said, "Tell me your age again." I right. said, "Well, the bad news is I got I, I think I'm too old to play." Oh, well, see, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of funny because you you can judge the level of the guest depending on how Rick reacts to them. Absolutely, and if they're football and he gets down in the stance, that's the that's highest. That's the highest honor. That means things are going well. Because there's been some people that are up here for football. I wouldn't even get in a stance. No. You know, but if I get in a stance, that means I'm excited. Yeah. Things are happening. Well, I will tell you, Coach Holtz helped because he he immediately became one of the guys. Now, if he'd been a little standoffish, he was a lot of fun. No stance. He came in the door like like he'd been here a thousand Mm -hmm. times. And I felt like Bo Scarborough wanted to hang with us. Yeah. You know? Bo's. I mean, awesome. I, 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 awesome I could guy. see he was not really ready to go yet. He could have hung around with us a little longer. The rest yeah. of their day is yeah. going to be boring after this. Right. Oh, can you imagine if they go anywhere else? <laughs> huh?
<laughs> well, they're on the victory tour. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a that's cool true. trophy, too, by the way. It really is. Yeah. It really is. What about the guy who just transports the trophy? I like that. Isn't that cool? He's just a trophy. That guy. is awesome. Yeah. He uh, he seemed to, have to be aware of the show a little bit, too. How about he, I, it, I'm, I'm getting excited about season number two yeah. for the USFL. Well, any, yeah. anytime when USFL. the has a season just, two, you get excited. I was yeah. just talking with Spencer, who takes the trophy around. Yeah, that's And he's a retired NYPD officer. Okay. And uh, he had... You tell him they try might, to take that trophy and see what he does. He had quite you a few tell him they might need him back. He said he retired just in time. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So he did a good job getting out of there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he he had he had a lot of stories for him. What do you think their overall experience here was? Oh, it, it was great because I was um, on our hike to the restroom and mm-hmm. they all started laughing. Coach even said, "I see what y'all mean now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, but I said, "Hey, thank thank y'all for the energy, whatever." And they were like, "Oh no, no, we had a good time. This was a blast." So okay. that's great. Um, and coach wants to be on more, so well, he's like, hey. I, was, I wasn't going to go there. I had a hard time I, first season, but 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 here's the thing: during the season, he he's told me, he said, "Man, I got." He said, "I can't be here with you guys, but I got thirty minutes in the car most days." Yeah, I can do it. The way they assigned them practice schedule last year yeah. in the show. Ask him if he wants to eat Thanksgiving <laughs> with us. There you go. Uh huh. <laughs> Did you like the pound cake, Greg? Have you had it? I will say this: I'm gonna be easy. That may be the best pound cake I've ever eaten. I know you don't want because of the moisture. It is is moist, and and a lot of times you battle that with a good pound. (laughs) I saw Bubba like it, but it is so. uh, Well, let me ask you: it wasn't overhyped, was it? No. Yeah. That's the kind of statement, though, Greg. You just made that if anybody else in the room made it, you'd jump all over them. I would. Just Mm -hmm. want to point that out. That's why I I put a little disclaimer. I saw you put. He put a little bit. He tapped the brakes just a little bit. Well, I tell you this: that's that's a that is a good pound. All right, so. Bubba, I mean, is that the one. pound cake I gave you? Is yeah, that I, what's left? I, I was giving you that as a joke. I think Coach Holt ate some of Bo ate a big hunk. Bo needed sugar. Don't think he did. It's good. That's good. <laughs> I tell you, he took a big old cut out of it. He did. He did. It's. Uh, I could tell that he liked uh, it too. Yeah. He said it was good moisture. Right. It is. You know what Bubba's biggest compliment on it, Greg? You know what Bubba's biggest compliment Only we would compliment the other way. I tell you what I don't like about it. It's not liked. It's a pound cake. It's got some heaviness. That's what I said was good about it. You name it pound cake, it needs to be heavy. It needs to be heavy. It had some, it had some, you know, some gravity to it. Right. Some mass. Right, yeah. And Yeah, no air. Yeah. No. And the moist, the moist is the key. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's good. Did you do the eight painful. seconds in the microwave? I did. You did the eight I seconds in the microwave? right to the top. Oh, yeah. I didn't have that eight seconds to spare. You you really didn't? <laughs> well, no, going I, did. well, I got news for you. The the size of the piece that Speedy cut for you, eight seconds won't do it. <laughs> no, no. That's a 35-second one. That thing would laugh at eight seconds. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> you touch it. It's not even warm. Yeah. You start at 35 on that one. <laughs> Center would still be cold. Oh, yeah. yes. And, uh, oh, I've never seen you that shaky and wanting something that quick. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been hot. So, so I mean, it. So I burned just... a lot of calories watching the Vikings. You did. Time. You did. <laughs> watching the Vikings. Hello, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to be with us again tomorrow right here for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. We'll get you up to date with all the headlines. Have a lot of fun as we do it. And, Rick, there may be a few surprises along the way. All on a brand-new edition of the Rick and Bubba Show right here tomorrow. Don't you dare miss it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.